0: Welcome to In the News for Friday, May 28th. My name is Brett Bernie from com, And this is Jeff Richardson from iPhone JD. Jeff, it is good to talk with you and the first question out of my mouth is how do you like that new ipad
1: <laughs> i tell you what it's been great i i mentioned this in my post today that i i posted my review of it this past monday yes and yes. I was, it was a glowing review you know which you would expect of course i'm going to love the kind of thing but but you know <laughs> since then i've been using it all week long you know through work I, i've had a crazy busy day at work i've been filing appellate right. briefs and trial court stuff right. and looking through exhibits and it is just so so nice in fact when i wrote the review on monday i, I really one of the first things I talked about was how beautiful the screen is. And it is a yes. beautiful screen. And you especially <laughs> appreciate it when you're looking at content that is made for like, you know, 4K. HDR yeah. Dolby non, you know, when you're looking at like a, a movie video or, or even just a home video that you took with your iPhone, it looks beautiful. Right. And that's been great. And I totally enjoyed that last weekend when I was using it, but this week, you know, I've been working, I haven't been watching, you know, feature films recorded in 4k. Right. Um, and what I've noticed, I mean, of course I still notice the screen looks, looks beautiful and very rich and, and, and it's a much nicer experience, but the speed has really been nice. And I feel silly saying it because of course, of course, every new iPhone is faster. Of course, every new iPad is faster. <laughs> right, but right. Um, and and I and I also realize that perhaps once I get past the honeymoon period, then I won't notice yeah. it as much. But I will say this week. I mean, it has. I am amazed. Things that I don't even think of as being <laughs> slow on my prior iPad, they're just so fast and so smooth. And I just feel like I'm I'm going, I'm going, and the iPad's totally keeping up with me. And it's, it's, it's weird, been wonderful.
0: Yeah. I, You know, I love it when I, because again, f- folks that are starting to listen to us now, which we're so thrilled that that uh, all of the listeners and folks watching us on, on YouTube, thank you. But if they'll see the last episode we did, which is a week ago from today. The iPad arrived while we were recording so I <laughs> just, was I've been waiting I've been waiting all week. I mean I read your review and I've been waiting all week to ask you uh, about it. But the first thing quickly to your point about the speed, Jeff. The first the phrase that came to my mind right when I started reading your review here was buttery smooth. Yeah. I just I love that idea like it's like Everything that you tap and you touch, and just like you said, people know, we're, we we talk fast, right? We work fast, you and I. And it's great that what you just said, the iPad can keep up with you. And that's a pretty big deal for the people that are looking for uh, something like that. Yeah, and I mean, to, I mean yeah, and, and just ahead. to
1: pause on that, I mean, for example, just to give you concrete examples, in PDF Expert, I usually have a lot of different tabs open with different documents right, that I'm working right. for, you know, like right. my brief and an opponent's brief and a document and part of the record. and. It is just so fast and smooth switching back and switching forth back, between yeah. tabs, and it's not like I really thought it was slow before. But now I'm like, wow, I would never want to go back once I have this. And another one is switching between applications is just so quick. Right. You know, you're switching between you know Westlaw and the in the Safari browser, and then back to, right. to good to to good notes and PDF Expert and email, and it's just also wow. quick and fast. It really. And again, I'm not going to say you can't be productive with a slower iPad, but I will right. say that when you have you know this luxury. It's it's really nice. It's really nice.
0: And you can't go back. I mean, and and I I, I kind of liken I kind of liken what you're saying to, you know, you and I throughout the years, we've used computers. And when you upgrade the RAM on your computer, or when we went from a regular hard drive to a solid state drive, just the speed that I remember, as you know, through my different computers over my career, I'm like, "Whoa, this just makes me so much more productive." And I can just imagine, because I don't have the new iPad yet, but I could imagine that was some of what was going through your head. It's like, "Wow, this is this is so much better." It's like it's so much more responsive, and I like that. I want my tools to be responsive that way. So yeah. it was just great to read you, read about that. Yeah, it's been great. The other thing, the other thing I loved, and you just you mentioned this, but I want to go back to it is I didn't think about this from you know. It, to a certain extent we do the entertainment and we watch the movies but what you were talking about in here jeff where was it like you had done some videos which i know you talked about before that you had recorded on your on your iphone 12 which the cameras are amazing on that yeah but i think you said in here you didn't realize how amazing the recording was until you had a screen that could show you how amazing those recordings were
1: absolutely i, just, you know, I
0: love that you put that in there
1: the iphone 12 that came out last fall can record in 4K, the iPhone 12 Pro, which is what I'm using. I don't have the super big, I don't have the max model, just the regular right, size model, right. but Same both here. the max and the regular size 12 Pro can record in 4K, 60 frames per second. And those are just a lot of numbers, but what does it mean in reality? When you watch you know, a video of my daughter competing in a, in a track and field event right, that's recorded that. in 4K, 60 frames per second, it's lifelike. And I, I know that there are people out there that have um, televisions that that you know can show off all that stuff. And if you got the right content looks great, but you know, in a well-lit thing like recording outside um, a home video of your kids doing something really cool, in the yeah. past, I have appreciated how how really good it looked on the iPhone screen itself, but the iPhone right. screen is, is obviously, you know, only so big. Right, uh, right. The huge iPad, especially this 12.9 one, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. And so I did put that line in my post earlier this week that I wish I could go back in time to like when my kids were really little and record and, all and, that stuff yeah, in 4K, 6 yeah, gotcha. second. But um, at least I recorded that stuff in, in high definition when they were little, so at least it looks pretty, pretty good. But, um, but yeah, that's a that's great, great way to appreciate the New screen is with content you record with your with your new iphone
0: i i just loved the whole thing where you, where you were talking about uh the fact that it, it is so much more responsive along with 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 the video and you do a good job as you always do jeff about talking you know it, it, is this something that lawyers absolutely need well, it could depend, right? I mean, surely you're not maybe doing the photos and maybe sometimes you're doing the videos, but it is something to keep in mind from that responsiveness aspect. And frankly, you know, just the fact that the screen is a little bit brighter, the blacks are a little bit blacker, you know, the, the the colors are a little bit more uh, vibrant. And, you know, if it's, if it's time for you to upgrade, just like you said, you didn't upgrade last year when, the, when that iPad Pro came out. It was sort of like a, a minimal upgrade. Yeah. And so, you know, for folks that are maybe looking at you know they didn't upgrade the last two or three generations of the iPad this could be something I would say you might want to look into
1: it is and it's it's and that's the choice for lawyers now because the iPad air that came out last year is also really good yeah um, you it said has that, that too, same right. smaller bezel um, and so it is a very solid option for an attorney to consider um, if you want to spend a couple hundred dollars more the the iPad pro especially this this larger model the 12.9 inch it really is right. a nice upgrade and so you know you just decide you know what works in your life I mean, when I'm getting my work done in my office, I—I uh, I mean, the computer that I use is just a, a a Dell that's issued by my firm, which is nothing fancy. The screen that I use is just a generic Dell monitor that's that's nothing special. I mean, I guess it's not a CRT 2 but other than that, it's nothing special to it, and it's fine. And I get my work done. Um, but when I use the iPad, you know, right next to me with the computer, it's just such a nice experience. So, um, so I really I really like it. I mean, I will tell you though, attorneys trying to decide which iPad should they get? They know it's ready. You know, when you decide between the Air and the iPad pro of course um price is something to consider and the things that we've just been talking about the screen and the the speed is something to consider but don't forget even though this is old news don't forget that you know if you think that you can use a larger 12.9 inch if if you think you can get used to it i strongly encourage people to take a look at it and i will tell you when i first and it's been gosh i I think the 12.9 inch ipad originally came out the first generation in 2015 or something. It's been a long time.
0: Something like that. Right. Right. When I
1: first started using it, I still remember that. And I remember that for that first week or so, I thought to myself, gosh, this is so big. Do I really want to carry around something that seems so much bigger? But I, I will just tell you from my experience, you get used to it and you don't notice it from a cumbersome right. state. It's no longer just right. seems cumbersome. But right. having your exhibits and your documents and everything else so big on that big screen, I find it, I, I, I really find it helps my practice, my law practice a lot. So, you know, and if, and if you want the bigger screen, you have to get the Pro. So when, right. when folks are right. making their decision, it, when it's time to upgrade, um, you know, of course, all the features of the iPad Pro are very nice. But frankly, the one thing that hasn't changed, just the larger screen, gosh, I think that's the real reason to get it um so that's just yeah. one person's opinion you've think always been
0: it. good you've always been good at saying that anytime we've presented together you've always talked about because people are like well i don't know if i want that big you know it's like carrying around what <laughs> i think you call it like a, a cafeteria tray or <laughs> yeah, something that's what I it last but week, it's yeah. but again you know the way i tell people i remember a few years ago jeff i would tell people you you know it's great to have two monitors right and they would look at me like, oh, my goodness, that's, like, that's, that's too much. Why do you need two monitors? And I look at them and I say, well, if you're sitting at your desk, you don't work in your desk area like in a, you know, a, a, a one-foot-by-one-foot one little square, right? You spread things out on your desk. Well, your desk today is your monitors, right? That's like your, your digital real estate. And I think it's kind of the same thing. I totally agree with you. I don't have the 12.9-inch, but that's definitely what I'm going to be purchasing next.
1: Yeah. In fact, since you talk about monitors, I'll mention this as a side note, and, I, and, yeah. and as, as you know, Brett, I'm doing this right now, but I was listening to the most recent episode of the Mac Power Users podcast, which is a oh, great yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Our friend David Sparks, who's an attorney in California, is one of the co-hosts. And on their most recent episode, they yes. uh, interviewed um, a, a Harvard professor, actually. Um, but one of the things he talked about was how oh, if, here it if is. you have an iPad... Right next to your Mac You can use right. a feature on the Mac called Sidecar Where the iPad becomes a second monitor So you're not using the iPad screen To do iPad stuff You're using it to have some of your Mac windows on your iPad And some of your Mac windows on the on the, on the oh, Computer screen nice. And it's an interesting way that if you want a second monitor In a pinch, um, just use your iPad And of course then if you have the 12.9 inch iPad Then that second monitor is even bigger I'm literally great. using it the as we're talking screen. to each other right now oh, And it, it works It works really well So um, that, that's oh, a that's great, great yeah right. It, for attorneys that use Zoom a lot, that episode of Mac Power Users has great advice um, from uh, what, what is his name there? Teddy. Uh, uh, Teddy
0: Savourinos. So yeah, I, it, I just, it was. An I, I like the title, episode. Zoom Jitsu. Like, Zoom I mean, Jitsu. come on, that's yeah. great. It, that that was a great
1: episode, <laughs> and I learned tips from listening to that that I may oh, a, that's on my from list. The next court hearing and stuff like that. So, great episode. That's great.
0: Okay, so a couple of things quickly because I know that's the it's the new iPad, but two more things quickly. I just wanted to talk about center stage now. Now, you did a good job of talking about the center stage. This is the—it's not really a new camera; it's a widescreen camera, right? That's facing you on the iPad. But then Apple did some 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 uh, digital jujitsu of a, of their own in helping it move the camera around. In fact, you did—you linked to a great story here where you know our friend over at Mac Stories, is Federico, I think. Where he did a great job of putting in some gifts to kind of show how that how that worked. Now it sounds like you did a little bit. <laughs> I think you were talking about you did some with your son. This yeah. is not your son. This is Frederico. <laughs> uh, but but you were talking about how you know it, it's neat. It's kind of nifty. But you've always been of the mind that it's maybe not something that you're going to be using as a as a legal professional many times.
1: Yeah, I mean maybe not for work video conferences because I'm going to be sitting still and just staring straight right, at the camera. Right. But right. but for home stuff a lot. And it's really interesting technology. There's another article that I linked to to. Today from uh, one of their developers of the Halide um, or Halide, have you pronounced it? App, which is interesting because you know the front-facing camera on this iPad Pro, it's very wide. It's a very widescreen wide-angle camera, and you know wide-angle cameras are nothing new. People have been using them for decades, and you know that when you get to the corners, traditionally things get very skewed, but. Apple through software is making it so that even when the the virtual you know the, the crop field um, even as people are moving to the corners, it's just adjusting you know quickly and seamlessly using that M1 right. super fast processor to adjust right. it so that people don't look like their heads are suddenly you know like you, you know how like you're in a funhouse mirror, your head is elongated right. or stretched. Right. And so, um, just from a technological standpoint, how Apple is using a using a very wide space. And then cropping in and adjusting it so that it just looks right is, is interesting. Um, When you're using the, uh, the new iPad pro, there's a button on the screen when you have, when you're using the self facing, the front facing camera, there's a button that you can tap that switches between uh, what I would call like a normal mode and the widescreen mode. And If you use an iPhone, you know that you, know, you can switch between 1X and 2X and it literally right. switches the cameras. On the Get iPad Pro, it, it looks like you're switching cameras, but it's all the same camera. It's just that Apple That's uses amazing. so many megapixels on its wide uh, angle camera that it can crop Without it looking, you know, sometimes when you crop, you lose some quality. But it's right, a good enough right. camera that you can crop without losing quality. So it really works well. It's 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 nicely done, and um, you know, kudos app to Apple for for doing that. And again, I, I really yeah. expect to see this in future lap Mac tops and iMacs and everything else.
0: I, I, you know, and I, I totally hear what you're saying on the center stage. And it's certainly not something if, you know, a lot of us in professional settings are kind of sitting in front and kind of looking at it. But as I watch this, especially this from Frederico, it just made me think, you know, I work with a lot of folks that are trial lawyers, right? Or they're, or they're you know, in front of a hearing. And today, if we're doing that remotely, something like this could be. A little bit more interactive as opposed to just sitting and looking right I mean because I know a lot of trial lawyers do like to walk around a little bit you know just so that you 're a little more i guess intimate with talking with the you know your audience whether it 's a jury or a judge or even just your client and it, it, I, i'm just i'm just excited to see what this is what, what this is going to turn into, because there were some stories you linked to a couple, too, that now Zoom is now integrating some of these ca- capacities with the center stage. So it's definitely going to trickle down, you know, just the fact that you have a 12.9 inch iPad, because I think you have to have that, that bigger one, I think, right? for in order to get access to some of these uh, features Mm -hmm. on there. But it's just going to be interesting for me to see how that's going to continue to to evolve. Uh, And and I I was pretty excited to see all that.
1: Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. That's really interesting. If I mean, of course, now courts are starting to open again now that we're all getting vaccinated. But if you an attorney doing an opening statement or a closing argument uh, remotely using the iPad, um, yeah. This would actually be a nice feature that you could sort of walk back and forth, maybe between like a, a you know, a, a traditional exhibit board or something like right. that. And to have the camera following you, it would, it would give your presentation a very professional feel as if exactly. you had hired somebody to to hold a camera and follow you around. Um, that's an interesting thought.
0: So when I get my new iPad, bro, I, I we're gonna have to both use that. <laughs> walk <laughs> just walk around. back
1: and forth. I uh, get dizzy.
0: <laughs> so, so quickly on another thing, this is that um, Halide or Halid. I I don't know exactly how to say the name of it, but uh, you linked to this story, which I had seen as well. And by the way, I just want to talk. We've been talking about the front-facing camera, just real quick. This post goes into a little bit more about the back camera, and he talks about this is the superpower here that it basically, as he says here, the iPad basically comes with a microscope. I had not thought about this. He says that the camera can't on the iPhone can't get as close to things as what the iPad come. You know, he's a professional photographer; he understands this much better than I do. But some of these pictures, Jeff, just blew me away that you could take this close enough. Like, and I wonder why, I mean,
1: why would they, why would Apple think that you want, I mean, it's all a question of how, how close you can be and still stay in focus, right? It's like a macro right, lens, right? I don't, I actually don't know, understand why would Apple think that um, you should have more of a macro lens on an iPad than on a iPhone. Yeah. I don't know I guess there's a reason I don't I don't know Joe um, yeah or maybe I mean, it's gonna come to the iPhone this fall who knows it's interesting. right right
0: and, and and this gentleman he explains this is one of the developers or he's a system engineer at, at yeah, this, Sebastian uh, this Dewey, camera yeah. app yeah and and he does a good job I mean he explains just a little bit in there that it just whatever it is with with the angle or something again stuff that I just don't understand but anyway that was just amazing to me like you know something and in fact what I loved about it is that he he stumbled upon this accidentally where does he say it here he said hey, I found out about this when I was resting the iPad in my my lab, and he noticed the camera was actually focusing perfectly on his pant leg. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like because otherwise he may not have been able to find that you know somebody would have stumbled on this a little bit but you know he as a professional photographer kind of understood how how incredible and important that was i'll
1: say one last thing about this which has a law angle to it one of the pictures in this page that you're looking at has a close-up of his fingertip and he yes, is showing yes, that you can actually is. see the ridges on his fingertip now i will note that i've actually seen reports in the news there was one of the last week or two i forget if it was on lowering the bar or Uh-oh. what website of a criminal who had posted something with his finger in it and the police i mean, and you in the picture that you're showing right now you could actually see the fingerprint and so like there are police know how to get a fingerprint from a photograph like that just, so if, if Sebastian warned. was a criminal the police could use the picture that's on that web page to say aha now we've identified him as being at the crime scene of such and such so that's right. just sort of funny
0: so if if you if you held the bloody knife, don't take a picture of your fingerprints and good post advice. it on the web. That's good. That advice good. For all okay. Podcast last listeners, thing, because yes. I know people are like, okay, you're you're talking so much about the iPad, but it's such a big deal. The last thing that you did point out to, and I just wanted to to let people know, uh, was that now uh, version fourteen point six, which is sort of an incremental update that just came out uh, for your iPhone and iPad. If you haven't updated, I'm a big proponent of updating when these updates come up because there's some great stuff in here, but I always look kind of at the bottom, bug fixes, right? Security updates. I, I tell people, you can maybe wait a few days if you want you know, folks like me and Jeff to download it first and see if there's any problems, but don't wait too long on this. But it does come in with a lossless audio, the Apple Card family, and the Apple podcast subscription support, which I thought, hey, that might be something useful for us or so folks are interested.
1: <laughs> no, I don't think we have any plans to charge a subscription for this (laughs) no we don't we don't
0: i'm just saying if you you know if you want to buy us a cup of coffee or something exactly not a new not turned down exactly there's some other good stuff on on here too and i just wanted to point that out yeah on there okay so the second thing i wanted to talk about was you linked to this and i had seen this because it is a nifty little app in fact let me let me bring this up here that you had pointed it out to it's from a company called flexibits right which some of uh, the listeners may know that makes fantastical which you've talked about and we both know of course david sparks is a huge fan of fantastical i have not subscribed to fantastical yet but i have been thinking about it jeff and what they just did what yesterday or two days ago is probably going to put me over the top there they make a separate app in fact let me just open it up here they make a separate app that is called card hop which is a like a business card or it's actually like a contacts app and people always tell me well you know why do i need a different contacts app i've already got a contacts app in there well actually i made a re- a, a video on this on my on my blog let me, let me just pull it up real quick uh apps and where you could go in and i and this was a, a few weeks ago so it doesn't have all of the you know the brand new um Uh, Features in this but it goes in and it just shows you exactly how you can use this it's got great features of like showing a business card that people can scan Uh, you can there's a great little search bar that you can put in there that you it, it, it parses out you can add notes very quickly. It really is fantastic. And to me, it's so much easier than pulling up your contacts app and saying, hey, let me get your phone number. And then they got to tap in the right place and do it. You can just start typing all of it. So I was thrilled to see that they improved this. And David Sparks did a great job. You you linked to this uh, uh, comment that he made on CardHop 2.0, which now, again, you can take a picture of a business card. It's like a business card scanner, which many of us uh, will uh, look at. Let me turn that down so you can see, you'll see as David goes in and and talks about this here, but you can scan a business card and it automatically adds to your contacts. There's been many apps like this, Jeff, that you've been able to scan business cards, but I love the fact that it builds it right in here and that you can see it happen uh, and, it, and it does a very good job of bringing that in. And then there's a few other things that they added, like adding some additional images to CardHop. And it now synchronizes or links or integrates a little bit better even into Fantastical. Do you have Fantastical, Jeff? Do you use that?
1: I do. Fantastic Cal is the app that I use for my calendar. Um, And I do use the premium version. It's got some extra things and, you know, bells and whistles. Some of it is as small as just like putting the weather forecast on your calendar. So when I'm looking up to like, you know, what am I doing next Tuesday? Not only can I see my calendar, but I can also see it's going to rain. And so I can think about, oh, yeah, I'm traveling across town to the deposition. It's going to be wet. (laughs) Um, But uh, and it's got some other nice features like you can import calendars. So just for example, they have sports calendars you can import. I I, I live in New Orleans and I'm a fan of the football. New Orleans Saints. So with one button, I can have all of the Saints games on my calendar just by importing that Saints calendar from Fantastical. Um, but on CardHop, it's it's an interesting. I I feel like I don't. Although the calendar is something, it's a very important part of my law mm-hmm. practice managing that. Um, and contacts are important. I don't feel like I use the contacts app uh, enough. To take advantage of card hop right. but if right. you do if you're listening to this and you do you really should check it out because you could try it for free and then get access to the more yeah. premium features um it really it gives you a natural language search so that you can get at more information more quickly. I see that right. David Sparks mentioned that in this 2.0 version, it even incorporates support for organizational structures. So not only yes. can you put that, yes. you know, John Smith works for Acme, but that he is the boss of so-and-so, or I guess you could use that for family members too, you know, so right. like a little family right. tree. So um, that, that those are some interesting power features. And again, it all works on top of the regular Apple uh, database. Exactly. So you can go back to the normal contacts yes. app if you want to. Um, it's just sort of adding extra features on top. Of it. So I love that they're doing this app. Yeah, and right great. now I don't feel like it's for me, but you know, who knows that may change in six months. And what's nice is that if you do pay as I do for the subscription for Fantastic Cow, now you get all the card stuff, card hop stuff for free. So it's, yeah, you know, exactly. now you get, it makes the subscription more, um, you know, more attractive.
0: Exactly. And I'm glad you mentioned that. I was going to say that, you know, people tell me, well, I don't want to use a different contacts app, but you don't have to choose. I even talk about that in my little video review, because exactly what you said, Jeff, is that the cart hop app works on top of the contacts already on your phone. So you're not having to, like, you know, put them in two different places or separate them. So anyway, I just underscore your comment again. Try it out. If it's something that you had an issue with, like organizing your contacts, this is a great way to, to kind of look at that. Uh, Okay, so the last thing, you had a great leak. I know that uh, 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 Federighi, again, from uh, Max Stories talked about He went to this new store. Is this in Rome? In Rome, yeah. Actually, yeah. What a beautiful (laughs) store. Incredible. I mean, just some of the pictures that he put on here, which, all, by the way, I think he puts in here, were all taken on the iPhone 12 Pro Max. But just incredible that they that they restored this I mean you and I have been to many Apple stores right we can talk about some of our favorites in just a moment but it's amazing how Apple went in and they restored this like there were stories I think you you mentioned in here they like painstakingly recreated and repainted all of the pictures and paintings on the ceiling it's like I mean, a that's, museum that's quality
1: restoration and what makes it even better Brett he mentioned this in this uh, in this great article that uh, most recently, before it was an Apple Store, this this incredibly historic building was being used for fast food. So you can imagine, it was just like a horrible wow. use of the space. And the building was in wow. you know disrepair, and it was just it was it was it was not really doing a you know for anyone who's a fan of history and architecture, it was yeah. just a disservice. But now, I mean, like that picture you're showing now, this beautiful hallway with the marble. Look at they, that. This is you know Apple Apple stores are interesting because you have your run of the run of the mill mall stores which are so useful because you can get what you need but then they have these flagship (laughs) stores that are often beautiful i mean and apple knows that they're creating a space they want the space to be so nice and inviting that people just gather there just to meet and talk and of course apple is happy if you while you're there you decide to buy something i'm sure they're happy to sell it to you but um this is a this was just a beautiful you know this was one of the it looks like it's one of the nicest renovations that apple has Uh, done for an apple store
0: I like what he says here. If you struggle to believe that this is an Apple store, you're not alone. Yeah. But, you know, you need to to look at pictures. This reminds me, I don't know if you've been, you know, my favorite iconic Apple store is the one on Fifth Avenue, right? The the glass block. And I love that. And that's wonderful. But when they opened the store in the Grand Central Station, right, everybody knows Grand Central, but it's the same thing that you were just talking about. You know, I'm I'm sure (laughs) Grand Central, of course, had has had many heydays throughout throughout, you know, several decades. And it was the same thing. It was kind of not really in disrepair, but it was being used for, like, fast food, food courts. But I just remember walking up the steps and thinking to myself, the the history of these marble staircases, you mm-hmm. know, the, the amazing architecture in here. And Apple didn't take anything away from that or even add to it. I mean, yeah, they had a few posters and everything, up, but they didn't take away from the grandeur of Grand Central Station. And that's similar to what I was thinking of when I was looking through some of these pictures here.
1: Yeah, I love Apple has some great stores in New York City when um after Hurricane Katrina, because I live in New Orleans, I was displaced and I lived up there for about eight months. And right. I remember when I first moved up there, um, in fact, my birthday is in November. And so for my birthday, we went to the Apple store in Soho, which has one of those fabulous oh, yeah. glass staircases that are so striking. Yeah. And I remember this would have been like so like November of 2005. And I remember purchasing there an iPod with uh it was the first video ipod which had a screen that was not much bigger than a postage stamp but um i remember actually using it to watch videos because i just love being able to sit on the couch and hold something in my hand and watch i think i was watching episodes of lost at the time on it which is funny (laughs) and then so while i was living there in early 2006 when they opened up the one that you talked about the apple store on fifth avenue with that iconic glass cube i was actually there i mean i was living in new york i had time so i I showed up early day and there were hundreds you know so many people online and there were all these celebrities that were there and um and then of course there were tech celebrities the you know, people that like david pogue who at the time was writing for the new york times and people like that that i had a chance yeah. to talk to and meet um and uh that was it was a fun oh, opening so day fun. There. so that that's a great that's a great store but and then like you say i want to say in 20 maybe in 2011 they opened up the one in in uh, grand central and yeah uh, that's a great yeah. store too and I've, I've been there many times both because i needed something when i was in new york and it's you know sometimes you often find yourself in grand central because it's such a a hub right. for the um subway system but right. also uh just because it's they did such a beautiful renovation there it's really nice um, this is great. another one is i'm sure since you and i go to a aba tech show in chicago you must have yes. been to the, yes. the beautiful one on michigan avenue in uh chicago, chicago that's well i guess they Apple they used store. to have one in michigan and then did they add to it or change it now they have the beautiful one on the river which um exactly. that is a beautiful store yeah
0: let me see if i can bring up a picture on this because it is amazing here it is beautiful and, and and you're looking at it from across the river like the river is right in front of it and you got this glass cube on this and it's just great because you can't really tell from this picture but the top of it is like the lid of a macbook air <laughs> it does right? look like the
1: lid, of a, and i'm sure it that does. was intentional by the architects it's uh, i'm absolutely
0: although i remember like when it first came out that you know it's, it's a chicago right so the first winter there was like snow and ice that would build up on top of it, and because you can see it's got this little curvature, <laughs> they had signs around Jeff where they would say "Watch out for falling ice." Right? That, I mean, I'm sure they fixed that, <laughs> but it's, it's just kind of funny. But yeah, that, that's I mean, that's amazing. And so many every time I've gone there, there's always been people sitting right there in the in the middle where they just kind of sit and, like you said, they just congregate and they just kind. Of, I guess you just want to be with your people, right? You just want yeah. to kind of sit there and, and, and take in the idea, like everybody here is here to be using a or an iPad or an iPhone. It's yeah. just, Anyway, that's just, that's a lot of fun.
1: One more thing I'll say about these Apple stores is we've been talking about the, you know, the, the, the grand ones, you know, the, the ones yes. that are really beautiful, but you know, just your local Apple store, if you're lucky enough to live in a city that has one, we have a small one here in, yeah. in one of the suburbs of New Orleans called Metairie. And it's just so nice to have a place that if you, obviously, yeah. if you need to buy something, you can get it. But if you need help, there I've, I've always found their genius bars are so helpful and I feel yeah. like, you know, sometimes you walk into a store and you can tell that the people there are working on commission. They're trying to upsell you and everything. The mm-hmm. Apple store is, and it has been since day one, the opposite of that. They, they're they just trying to there to help you. I can't right. tell you the number of times that I've had a minor issue with an Apple device and they've, and and maybe it's not even in warranty. And they're like, well, let me just give you a new one. And you're like, really? You're just going to yeah. swap it out with a new one? They're like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. We'll just give you yeah. a new one. And I yeah. mean, there there's so many times that they've gone above and beyond to delight that uh, it's, it's I, I love the experience of having an Apple store. They can be chaotic because they're so busy sometimes. And the one that's exactly. supposed to be is, you know, not nearly as big as some of these mega stores that you're showing on your screen right now. But, um, yeah. but Apple, I think, has really done a great job with these stores they've now been around for a long time and it's you know it's if you don't have one in your hometown it's a shame because it's nice to have one
0: it and i ha- just just quickly i have long told uh, lawyers that are looking either to get into a mac or you know when the iphone first came out or the ipad just having an understanding of where your Apple store, closest Apple store, because I got to tell you, I've gone here. Here's my local one. It's 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 uh, it's called uh, Eaton It's here in the Cleveland suburbs. And it's the same thing. They actually have a little room in the back. I've gone in several times, presented for like the business group that's there, Jeff. And that's just been great. And it, 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 every time almost there are lawyers that are there either because they have a little problem and they just need somebody to kind of walk them through. It's almost like built in tech support, especially if you're a smaller firm or something like that. It's anyway, that's just great. I'm glad, I'm glad right, you I'm have a choice that. of three different Apple stores close to where you live. Well, some I'm of them are a little further them. away. I know. I know. It's, it's good. And the, it, it. I don't want to say that I'm ashamed because I just enjoy it so much for all the reasons you're talking about. Like, I just go and walk around. Like, the people know me sometimes Sometimes there. But, like, when the kids were small, I used to take them there for Saturday morning, right? For mommy time, right? Oh, I totally and did just, that,
1: too. I okay, totally good, did okay. That too. I
0: figured you would. I figured. And they would, the kids would just sit on those little, you know, balls that they had where they could play on the iPad, and Daddy would just have its little time, you're like, walking around. And Sometimes I would just do tech support for people <laughs> when the geniuses weren't there. Okay, that's, I probably shouldn't have done that. But, anyway. It was just a lot of fun. Okay, uh, let's let's do our quick tips. I know this is great because I always enjoy talking with you. Let me let me do my quick tip real quick. Uh, I'm gonna bring this up Uh, in. I think this was in this. this for this to work what i 'm going to show you, you have to have an uh, at least an iPhone twelve or an iPhone twelve max on there. This is the measure app, which has been around for a while you don 't have to have an iPhone twelve to use the measure app, so what this is 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 part of using this lidar scanner i've used this several times when we 've gone and bought like a piece of furniture or something Jeff that you could go and you literally do exactly what it 's showing here you put a a frame of reference on one corner, and then you pull the camera across, and you can get a very, fairly good, accurate measurement of something that you're looking at. I just, I love doing that for a lot of stuff, but if you do have an iPhone 12, and you have this advanced camera, one of the other things that you can do, in addition to just taking a measurement of like a physical object, uh, even a rectangle, by the way, uh, you could actually (laughs) measure a person's height. It's crazy. I've been doing this on, on my kids and now they, they keep telling me to, to, to stop telling them to stand, you know, somewhere. But I love this. I mean, we just like everybody else, we have like, you know, the door frame where we've marked them over the years, you know, how, how tall they are. But I just love this idea because in fact, I think it's a little bit helpful that it's good to have, you know, a picture of your kids on there just in case, you know, you need to, to give some kind of a report. Here's another little picture I was going to show you. This is what it looks like when you are doing this. Somebody has to stand up and you simply just point the little Little camera the measure app at this person and it literally gives you a again a fairly accurate height measurement so that's like a little hidden thing inside the measure app which yeah. by the way not only will it do measure it will also have has a little um uh, uh a, a little uh balance what am i trying to, to 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 say there so you can figure out if it's something that is is a straight line um Oh, yeah, level. Like a level. It's a level, a level, a level. That's what I'm trying to say. Anyway, the Measure app, it comes with iOS. It's already built into your phone and your iPad. But if you got an iPhone 12, uh, it does a little bit of extra, which I think is great.
1: Yeah, and you're, you are praising the app, the feature of doing measurements. Yes. But let's not yes. forget that this is a subset of the technology of augmented reality of your iPhone, yes. and your iPad, understanding exactly. the world around you and doing things with them. You know, people have talked about, is Apple working on, you know, glasses that they'll come out with in the future, something like that. Apple yeah. is clearly really Building up its technology on doing things with the world around them, and will it will it be a part of a car in the future or glass right. or something else? You know, I feel like five ten years from now, we're going to look back and say, "Oh, remember that measure app? Little did we know that that was just like the beginning, that that was
0: just that a was taste be- of what was coming." Exactly. So. Yeah, exactly. Great point. I love it. All right. What do you have for us today?
1: The one that I was going to recommend is um, if you have an Apple Arcade subscription, which is the one that gives you all of the games, right? Um, I have it. Well, frankly, I have it because I have the Apple One subscription. It's the pay one price and you get all of the Apple stuff, you know, Apple Music and Apple TV Plus and a bunch of the services. But I, I, you know, so I'm not paying extra for Apple Arcade, but my two kids um uh, love playing some of the games and i play one or two of them too i'm not a big game person but there's a new one that came out this week called song pop party S O N G P O P party and i like this it. one this one appeals to me so basically <laughs> what it is is name that tune you know using your iphone or your yeah. iPad you choose a genre which can be a decade like you know the 80s or the 90s oh, or the 60s or it can be a type of like you know country music or mixtapes or something and once right. you choose a genre then you choose within that a specific playlist you know for a particular year or like in right. the 1980s they have like you know hair bands and um, you know punk rock <laughs> and things like that and so then uh, the way the game works is you get into a room there's an arena mode where there's four other people in the internet that you don't know you just see their their uh, they're they're not their real name, right. but the, the, the right. name for Apple. And um, you know, one of those, so you you know that you're gonna be competing within the genre, like let's say the 1980s, but you don't know if it's your playlist that's gonna be picked, you know, <laughs> you know, love songs or whatever, or somebody right. else's playlist. And then once you get on there, this like a clip of the song comes up, and as quickly as possible, you have to press one of four buttons that corresponds to either the artist or the title of the song. And it's really fun. Oh. I mean, if, if you enjoy music, and you know, sometimes I, I will be like, you know, oh my goodness, I haven't heard the song in forever, and it's so fun to play the game. And then as you over time, you, you get points that you can use to unlock more playlists and stuff. It's fun. Um, right. I really enjoyed playing the game this week. In fact, I don't even review games very often on iPhone JD. <laughs> I, 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 really I need, don't. I may make a, 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 an exception for this one in the next week or two it's really I, fun. And I'll say one more thing. To, alert, Brett. Yes, I have uh, As I've been playing the game, because like each round has 10 different songs in it. Um, right. I have finished the game and thought to myself, wow, that third song, I have not thought about that song in so long. And so I created a playlist in <laughs> Apple Music on my phone that I've called Song Pop uh, Mix. And it's just like songs that I've been reminded of through that- <laughs> this game that so when I'm, I know that after I've played Bonus. it for a week or two, I'm going to have like this playlist of like 30 or good songs. And the next time I just want to put on some good music, I'll just play that playlist. I was like, oh, yeah, look at this. This is a fantastic song that I don't think about oh, that my much. Goodness. So,
0: if, well, if, I, if you enjoy yeah. music,
1: I encourage you to check it out.
0: I have to say I I I don't have a- arcade yet but i have played either this one or it's something similar and they, they, they have a similar version that's not part of Apple okay arcade, right okay which which either way you go it is a blast i mean my my wife is she is very knowledgeable at 80s music i'm not really exactly sure why but she loves doing the trivia right name that tune kind of a thing but now the kids love it they're into the k-pop and everything else too but it is a fun thing to do with the family i have to say so i'm so glad you brought this up and especially yeah, I if you have some arcade arena-
1: Yeah, I mentioned the arena mode where you play with other people on the internet. There's also a mode where you can play with people you know, which is what you're talking about. Right, right, right. I haven't done that yet. I'll probably do it this weekend for Memorial Day since we have some time together as a family. Although picking a genre of music that would be fair to me, my wife, my ninth grade, you know, going on 10th grade son on my seventh (laughs) that I don't even know what genre is going to be fair for all of us. I might just like, I might pick the 1960s just to be unfair so that my wife and I can win and they they have no chance. And they'll try to pick uh, like-
0: reggae, reggae, right? they pick something that nobody knows.
1: (laughs) They're going to pick songs that have come out in the last 10 years, and I'm going to lose horribly.
0: But uh. Oh, my goodness. That's great. That's great. Jeff, thank you so much. Again, this is always so fun talking with you for In the News. We thank everybody for listening. Jeff, thanks again. We'll see you next week.
1: Bye-bye. See you next week.